Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish a, a book I do the review, stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Did I say that right? I can't even remember. You're looking at me as though I messed up. I might no. have messed up a word. You, I don't think you did. Joining me today is Juliana because Juliana also read this book. I did. I didn't read it. I listened to it. Oh, right. Okay. Oh. So here's the story. Yulia, we now live in the country. We live, we live in the forest. It's kind of like suburbs, but we live, yes. we live in a forest. We literally look out our front window and we... See trees. Well, this office window. We're seeing trees, squirrels jumping past, deer. Yeah, we see there's three deer that live <laughs> in the forest and we can see them out there. We can't see them now, but they're generally in the forest. If you want to um, follow along with some of our house moving and our now living in the country and you don't care at all about my juggling, I have a new Instagram feed. It's called Not Juggling Luke. And uh, I've only got like 25 followers there or something, but that's where I'm going to be posting, you know, not stuff about my juggling. More squirrels. More it's going to be, well, you know, just is things which like, because my, my Instagram feed, I've got like two and a half thousand or three thousand followers there. Yeah. But they're there for the juggling tricks. They're there for the fight night combat. They're there yes. for the, uh, uh, you know, the travel, the international juggler, these other things that I post on there, yeah. photos of shows yeah. and things. They're not really interested in pictures of food, but I'm, I'm interested in sharing <laughs> pictures of food. And they're not interested in pictures of like my new office or the deer that I can see outside or the squirrel that's jumping around. And I want to share that, but I don't want to annoy all the jugglers. Yes. But then, this is great for people who are listening on the Science Fiction Book Review podcast. And want to just get a glimpse. And Maybe they're not interested in juggling at all. And also it's, you know, for friends and family who just generally want to see, you know, what, you up to? what I'm up to and what yeah. I'm eating and what life is like <laughs> in selfies. Eating? No, the thing is, I think sharing pictures of food is a genuine, uh, a genuine expression of your personality. True. And it's, it's pictures of food is amazing. If you're, if you're eating some good food, yeah. why not share it? Yeah. So, uh, so this is good. So we're, we're in the new, we're in the new office. And uh, another thing about living in the country is that Juliana now is going to be having, when you get back to work, you're going to be having a commute. And I said, Ooh. well, what you just need to do if for your commute, you can't read when you're on a train because you get ill. Yes. I said, just download, just sign into Audible, an Audible um, app with my Audible credentials. And there's like 300 audio, but I don't even know how many books are in my a library. Lot. It's a I, lot. I could have a look, actually. Let me have a look. Um, uh, so tell me what book you uh, you uh, listen to when well you're not commuting actually you're in hospital for tests but so yeah. you had some time and I also so did some this. driving back into the city doing some bits and pieces yeah and so I had a few uh, a few trips that are like half hour long so I could yeah. start listening to it and then of course in hospital because this is what you do in hospital yeah um so I I I was wondering what I should listen to and then you suggested to actually do what people suggested to you in yeah. the first place, um, meaning uh, start listening to the second book in the series. In the Planetfall series. In the series. Planetfall yeah. series. So that means we did talk about um, the first book together. Planetfall. Planetfall. Planetfall, Planetfall book number one. But yeah. you didn't tell me anything basically about the second book. So I started listening to uh, After Atlas by yeah. Emma Newman. Okay. And um, I must say, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like really into my kind of wheelhouse, things that I like, yeah. like noir kind of detective well, let's get into it then. So thing. here's the thing. I've read Planetfall first. First, yeah. And then read After Atlas. You read After Atlas first and now you're about a quarter of the way into the audiobook of Planetfall. Yeah. So how different are these two books? But, like they don't, they, I wouldn't even, 
if I wouldn't have known yeah. that they are in the same series, yeah. I wouldn't have put them together. Yeah. I mean, there are mentions of these things and yeah, the like, backstory and the is Pathfinder the same. and the, yeah. the capsule and whatever. Yeah. But you don't really know what it all is about. Yeah. But like, it's, it's weird, like they both have the same backstory, but then they happen on different planets, yeah, different, and, like, different people, time frames. Different people, different everything. Yeah, but the people in the backstory are the same. You know, yes, you've got the Pathfinder. Get, the, but the they woman. get mentioned like, I don't know, 10 times in the whole book. No, no, I'd say the Pathfinder is a, a major character in both of them. What's her name? Sue Me or whatever her name is. Sue. Her name is Sue Me because there's a joke about it that she said uh, her, her parents uh, gave her a name and didn't realise or it, it's sort of like it's a, it's a call for people to litigate against her. Her name is Sue Me. As in oh, Sue, Sue Me. me. No. Um, maybe that's later on in the Planetfall book, but it's, but that character is a major figure in in both of the in both of the books. With the idea being that twenty or thirty years or forty years or whatever it is, a lot long before the time frames of these books, is someone got a um, a message, sort of like they were infected, and then got a message from some alien, some, being. uh, some beings out in outer space. Mm. And the being said, hey, I'm going to give you super intelligence, going to give you knowledge about how to build starships and yeah. things. And also I'm going to give you the destination, like a, a star coordinates. chart coordinates. You need to go there. Yeah. And so a planet sets off into, uh, it takes, takes lots of interesting people, you know, was it a thousand people on the ship or whatever, is selected from the best and brightest yeah, around the world. Yeah, I think it's a thousand, yeah. yes. Yeah. So selected from the best and brightest around the world, uh, and she loads them all up in a ship and they head off. And um, the, the first book, Planetfall, says what happens when they get to that the planet. After they, that they, that after yeah. they arrive in the planet. Yes. And the second book is what happens after they left. On Earth. And the, the book starts off with this... Um, uh, this is the second book. The, the, the book set back on Earth, which is called After Atlas, yes. which, is which all happens after Atlas has left, although there are some other meanings of, uh, of, of the, the term After Atlas. Yes. Um, so this spaceship's gone, and she, Sue Me, has left behind a cache of data and said, this is going to be opened in 40 years' time. Yep. So in 40 years' time, we're going to open up this, this cache of data and everyone's like, what's going to be inside it? What's going to be inside it? Like, is it going to be just a, a, a big F.U.? Is it yeah. going to be a joke? Is the whole thing a hoax? Is it going, is it going to be the alien, um, you know, like the alien star system is going to be in there? You know, is it going to be all the technology? And yeah. all that kind of stuff is there. So the world is, is uh, the story happens in the run-up to the anticipated moment when they're going to open yes. the cache 40 years later. That is um, true. Yeah. But here I think it's where what? it comes across the difference that you listen to the f first book yeah. first and yeah. then to the second because I did the other way around yeah. and I know this capsule is a thing. But for you it gets wasn't mentioned. Yeah. It gets mentioned, but it's kind of like uh, headlines uh, in in our world when something happens and then yeah, the, it is world news. Yeah. But for the story and for the for the main character, yeah, it's kind of. In the beginning, of yeah. course, later on it becomes more apparent. But yeah. in the beginning, it's more as like background noise. Yeah. Because he has yeah, that is true. different issues and problems to solve before, like even thinking about all this. Yeah, I mean, he's, his he's like, personal I, story yeah. is entangled with this. Yes, whole that's stuff. what I wanted to get to as well. It is definitely. Yeah. 
but for his but, life but, but, and for, for what he does. Okay, so like, that's the thing. For me, it was a big thing because yeah. I knew what the alien the, technology the and the impact of that. Oh, I know. I knew, I'd already followed the story of the people who knew that stuff yeah. and had left already. Yeah. And the people back on Earth didn't know where they'd gone and didn't have the spaceship technology exactly. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I think that that definitely makes a different listening or yeah. reading experience. Just that knowledge changes yeah. oh, totally. your 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 look towards the book. Uh, and it's interesting, they even say in the After Atlas, they said, oh, actually, when they took the best and the brightest from around the world, they mm. took a thousand of the best scientists away with them and probably set back technological advancement on oh, yeah, Earth and scientific... So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they left and then the world kind of stagnates for a while while all the best and the brightest from around mm. the world, the, you know, the, the, the best uh, academics and the, the brightest technology people and the best media people and all those other kind of pe people all left in one in one go yeah and I, I, I kind of like that idea it's like the it's not like the big man theory of history do you know this the, the big man kind of idea where like you've got one important man and if he wasn't born yeah. history would be changed and oh, other yeah. people say oh no that's stupid that's sort of like you know kind of a very patriarchal way of looking at it kind yeah. of colonial way of looking at it to say it doesn't really matter like the the broad swathe of history will go in the same way it doesn't matter who's president or doesn't matter who's king or who's emperor or yes. you know what, whoever the general of this army was, it doesn't really matter. Whereas I like this because it's kind of like a, a cross between the big man view of history, like, oh, if this person didn't exist, the world would have changed and history would have gone differently. Yeah, and but here it's, it's not, like... It's like, it's a thousand people. Yeah, um, although it's kind of like weird to... Well... It's always weird to pick out from the whole population of the earth, yeah. pick out a thousand people. It's tricky. And say, these are the brightest people. That, because you can say, like, what if somewhere they just didn't know about the brightest, brightest person? Okay, but person. here's the thing, here's the thing. The internet and physics, mm. like, physics is progressed. Of course, it's like, a, you know, thousands of people working on all this kind of stuff. You know, all the time there's advancements and advancements and advancements. Yeah. But, like, um, uh, like, two days ago, was it yesterday, Dyson Freeman died. Yeah. And... He's one of those people who is like, when you like see his impact on physics and in all these other kind of areas, like he was a generalist yeah. and he he worked out what was going on. It's with like these... one of these people who are just good in everything. Not good in everything, but good in a very specific way. Okay, so yeah. just imagine of his generation, you take Dyson Freeman and you take... Um, and you take Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniacki, like, mm. you know, are, are those two people, yeah. and you take, I know, just, I'm just trying to think of, like, how many big men and women, of course, in this book, it's men and women that they take, how many of those would you have to remove from history for everything to be different and for, like, t True. technology to, like, stagnate in a way? Yeah. Like, one is never going to be enough because other people can step up and take that, take that role. Yeah. But two, you're thinking, oh, okay, well, no, two, it's going to be fine, and three and four, and as you keep mm. going and go, oh, and we'll also take that person who's this great author, we'll take that person who's this great inventor, we'll take that person who's this great uh, technologist. Now, a lot of these people would be picked because they've already achieved what's made them great. Yes. But what I'm trying to say with, with Freeman Dyson, it's I, I read this quote, he said, oh, my life began at, you know, at 48, because the first book that he wrote that was published was when he was 48, and he'd already had, like, a massive impact on, uh, uh, like, science before then, and yeah. And then after that, he had a big impact on culture and other science. Yeah. And you think about Steve Jobs. Okay, you, you take out Steve Jobs. So um, maybe after he did the he did the Mac 
Okay, and then you take out Steve Jobs, and then you think, well, ah, oh, well, he was out for a while, and then he came back in. Meanwhile, he was building up. He he bought Pixar from mm. uh, Star, you know, from uh, from uh, what do you call it? Lucasfilm. The, yeah, Lucasfilm, and then made Pixar into a thing yeah. and produced Toy Story and had that impact. And then he came back and he did the iMac and then the iPhone and then the uh, the watch and the, well, the watch is after him, but you know, iPad, like you say, yeah. like they. It, and I'm not just saying just Steve Jobs, but Steve Jobs plus like four or five other people around him in yeah. that one industry. Yeah. And then you have these other people. Like, I'm not saying that he achieved, like he changed, well, he did change history. But if he did, if he wasn't there, it's one of those things that if the iPhone hadn't been inve invented and apps weren't a thing, yeah. Twitter wouldn't have been a thing, Donald Trump wouldn't be president. But I'm saying it's not just about diverging, it's, it's like limiting what's possible in terms of science yeah. and technology. Yeah. Um, but then you'd think, for example, like, I mean, I haven't actually watched a movie, but um, in NASA, you know, when they yeah. did all the, the moon preparation and stuff, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there were these prominent figures yeah the the man who went and on to the moon and stuff yeah oh no but no no, no, no. Werner von Braun is the guy that you're looking at there yes. the but guy who designed you, and, and yeah, came up that, with the concept of the rocket but then you look at all the women who did the programming work yes these are the people to take yes I'm, that's what I'm saying There's, but in that situation if there wasn't like you know five or ten capable men the women would not have been allowed to step up and take those jobs which is Fucked up, which is fucked up but that's what i'm saying like you, i know we're talking about counter counterfactuals here yeah. um but in this book it's interesting that you 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 arrive in this kind of um corporate dystopia which is run by the second place losers yes you know the second place losers are running the world now yeah. and this book is like it, it's a book about it's, second place losers yes and it's it's so horrifying yeah like i mean let, let's come to actually to the book okay yeah, but I, no. Weirdly enough, I wanted to get that out in the at the start because I do think that that um, is important. That's important. important oh yeah, to definitely. do this kind of to, like to, do this to, kind to of come stuff. up to the to the end of this. It's definitely important. No, but I'm saying even at the start, the world building itself relies on technological stagnation because the world that they're arriving in hasn't really progressed in the last forty years. No, and the technology that they took with them to the stars, uh, uh, you know, in Planet Four. Yeah. In the second book, you're like, oh, back on Earth. You know, in that line that I wrote in my song, um, decades more scientific progress. Yeah. Um, just imagine you go to the stars and there isn't decades more scientific progress yeah. back home. Yeah. And the world is coming to this stagnation of just corporates, corporate interests screwing each other over yeah. and the best people not there. And it's like I say, it's explicitly mentioned in the book, yeah. but it's actually baked into the world building of the book in a way that I found really interesting. Yeah. The best people have left and now the second place losers and the third place people are are running the show yeah and that's what it I feels mean, like overall if you take that i mean of course apart from the brightest and the best but if you take a thousand people away yeah on a four billion or how many people yeah. live on earth six billion uh, seven whatever, billion um you'd think like that's like a tiniest 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 amount no but i'm saying it's a good thought experiment i it like is. the idea of a thought experiment one person's not enough two people not enough 
And also of of how how amazing how many people it's one of those things that you go all right we need a thousand people could you pick a thousand people from not all at one point but just from the 20th century to say yeah. if those thousand people hadn't been there let's go back let's start with Einstein let's go with Niels Bohr let's go back yeah. with these like really like big technological people yeah and then you go ah when you get up to some people like Claude Shannon who invented like binary uh, not binary well he kind of worked out what you know communication and things yeah. you know and then uh, what's his name the uh, Codebreaker guy, um, Turing, Turing, Alan Turing, yeah. and you go, okay, each one of these people had a small contribution, yeah. and but then if they hadn't together. made it, if they hadn't made it, somebody else would have come up with it, but how far down do you have to go to say, yeah. if they didn't come up with it, yeah. who would be left, like, then who would this, come up th with but it? But then we, we kind of get back to the um, time travel conundrum. But this has nothing to do with time travel. No, but yes, it has. Oh yeah, or like, kill, go back, kill Hitler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, you go back and kill one person. No, but then you go back and kill one person, that's not going to be enough. Yeah. How many people do you have to kill? And like, this book posits about a thousand people yeah. to disrupt yeah, it. A, anyway, we've good, talked a, it's a lot a about that. thought experiment. Let's get into the book. Okay. Dystopia. Yeah. And you can... So we have uh, Norup, which is Nor Norway. Yeah. And... Europe. No, and it's like Scandinavia. Scandin yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's Scandinavia. Plus Britain. Plus Britain. Yeah, it's a post-Brexit. <laughs> it's a post-Brexit book. Which I when I when I when I heard this, thought that was quite funny. Yeah. Um because this was I don't know when it was it written. Do yeah, you have it there? Yeah, yeah, I'll have it. Planet Fall series, uh published two thousand sixteen, this book was. So After Atlas. 2016. Uh, 2016. So this is like like as Brexit vote was happening in yeah, 2016. Yeah. So, so uh, that's quite quite yeah. fun. And then you have uh, what? America? No. It doesn't United matter. States. Well, it, you have yeah. like so some different states switched different around. Different states. Yeah. Like They're, a little bit less in like in uh, uh, the Man in the High Castle. No, it's a bit like 1984, yeah. where like Britain isn't part of Europe; it's part of a different state. In this yes. case, it's NORUP. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah. And and so you, they're different corporates. And they all share the world amongst yeah. each other. And then, weirdly enough, they own people. Well, that's not weirdly enough. This is the thing I mean, is, this is very. What Emma Newman does, she takes very well established science fiction tropes and, yes. and dystopia tropes yeah. and just plays in the space. So True. the idea being that you're an indentured servant, that somebody like a corporation owns your contract and yeah. they paid for your education, so then they own you and can order you around and you're pretty much yeah. a slave. That is. Very well established yeah. in science fiction and dystopia fiction. Yes, um, and we had it in um, in the Light Brigade as well. Like yeah, this yeah, kind, that of kind of like thing. you belong to a corporate. Yeah, exactly the same kind just, of thing. You, they own you, and you just need to do. These books are they're all exploring the same territory, playing yeah. in the same space. So our main guy, Carlos is uh, owned by the GovCorp, or Gov, all of these different things are Gov, GovCorps. Yes. So different GovCorps can buy and sell different services. Yes. And uh, But his backstory is his mother went off on the Planetfall on the Atlas trip and left him behind. And yeah. it didn't matter that when the men left their children behind, people were like, oh, that's terrible. But when a woman left, yes. so, left their child behind, it's, it's the worst thing in the world, yeah. the but, biggest uh, thing in the world. But it doesn't, it didn't turn out that his father should, they should have been on the trip, but then... Well, no, they both applied to be on it and they were both oh, yeah. candidates, him and yes. his father. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, no, his mother and his father. There were different steps into uh, the application process, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And, and they were and like, well, we don't, we don't, we don't, if, even if you're married to somebody and or family members a, coming with you on the trip, that doesn't count. No. You've got to get in, get and get on with your and, own. And it uh, depends how much you wanted. Yep. Yeah. And uh, she wanted it enough to uh, yeah. go off like 
999 other people. Yep. But she was a villain, and then so he's got. This, he's actually very famous in his own way. Yeah.、Uh, but now he's a police officer. There's a big backstory. I don't want to go too much in the backstory. But、yeah. now he is a a police detective, but not、yes. really a police detective. He's contracted to、uh, the, the police. The Department、uh, of Justice. Yeah, Department of Justice. What, what's what? The Ministry it, of Truth. Let's just call it the Ministry of、uh, whatever you know, whatever it is. Department. I forgot. I mean, yeah, it's it was the DOJ. A, the Department a, of Justice. Yeah, DOJ. Yeah. yeah. And so he's contracted with them, and so. But he can't talk about it, so they don't know. They all, everybody around him thinks, oh, it's just a a, a guy who's yeah a, who has a certain pay grade, and so he, he's、yeah. living his life. And so he's not allowed to talk about his employment status or his his uh, uh, indentured servitude status. Yes. So everyone who meets him go, oh, he's he's the guy with a cushy job, but he doesn't、yeah. have very much money. He's paying off his like he's going to take him forty years or whatever to yeah, pay off. Yeah. And every his, time he he he, he buys something, yeah,、uh, a year gets a year gets added to、yeah. his、uh, contract because no, he each, has to pay each, it off. Each meal he eats, which isn't with printed food, but actually grown. Food,、yeah. like for each big、Which、meal, it's sort of like well, there it goes. So he's、um, everyone lives in. It's a massive surveillance world. So every, there's surveillance cameras everywhere. So most time, everything's being recorded. Yeah, everything's being recorded. So normally, when someone is murdered, they just look back through and go, "Oh, this person did it," and no problem. But so he is then the specialist who goes around the country. Okay,、uh, quick cut because it stopped recording for some reason. So we have this police procedural of a guy who goes around the UK. He's dropped in place. And he,、uh, I can't remember and what we were talking. And yeah,、uh, uh, no, no, but he's he's the detective, but he's not allowed to talk to other people. I can't remember when it stopped recording. He's not allowed to talk to people about his indentured servitude、yep. status.、Um, but that's what it is. It's it's police procedural, murder mystery, dystopia, science fiction, dystopia kind of thing,、yep. and like weird alternate alternate timeline future kind of stuff going on there. Yes, really good fun. He also has an anxiety issue in Planetfall.、Uh, the main character. Is、uh, Ren is a hoarder, and in this one he can't eat printed food. He will never eat printed food. Yeah,、um, he only wants real grown food. Some childhood trauma coming、yeah. in there. But for each meal that he takes, he has to extend his indentured servitude because he is always drawing on a bank account, which isn't money. It's How much more time he has to work for the GovCorp, and、yes. how much time he has to work for the Department of Justice? It gets added on、yeah. to his contract, and、yeah. it kicks off with somebody being killed, and we've discovered that the person being killed was the second in command of the Atlas Project, or the second or third in command, or whatever it was,、yeah. of the Atlas Project. But then, when the Atlas Project left. This guy was told, "Hey, you're actually not coming with us. You've got to keep up the good fight back home." And the reason was is because this guy was kind of a charismatic leader, and they、yeah. realized, "Oh, we can't take that many charismatic leaders with us,、yes. so we'll leave one of the charismatic leaders back home." Yeah. And、uh, and he needs to keep up the spirits. Well, yes. Whatever's going on there, so he's、yeah. then like the face of Atlas after it left. Left back home, so he's very powerful, and he set up a cult called the Circle. Yeah. And our main character Carlos was once part of the Circle, or his、yes. father was invited in the Circle, so he was there when he was a child. And also,、so、he has a history with with this guy who died. I think it is important that in the, the when the 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 view of Carlos and the Circle is that、yeah. they reject technology. Right, they they don't want to have anything to do with. Well, it's more that everyone has these implants in their brains, and, implants, and they they, and they want to、yeah. do everything themselves. They want to make food themselves, clothes、yeah. themselves, like really、yeah. like a, a sect kind of thing. Yeah, and they live in this area, and then they have a certain they, yeah, they like live the in、Amish、dormitories. Yeah. yeah, so and this is this is um and because Carlos has some ties to it. Yeah. It's it's very delicate. It's a very、yeah. very like.、Ooh. But he has inside knowledge of the circle. He、yes. he has inside knowledge of this person. I don't think particularly that is. 
I mean, that might be a reason why they got him into it. Well, no, but what also... happened was the different gov corporations got together and said, this this is a really sensitive murder yeah. um, slash suicide or whatever. They, they're not quite sure what's going murder. on here. It's a murder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this murder mystery kind of thing. Um but they, they, it's so sensitive. They're like, all right, we, who can we get in to do, to, to do this um, investigation? Who's going to be very yes. sensitive about it? And they say, we have this guy. And everyone agrees. The people from the cult say, yes, he's good. The people yeah. from America, where this guy comes from, say he's good. The people from the European Gov Corp, they happened? say he's fine. Yes. No, it is not where he, he was a European citizen. The guy who died was a, was a, a European citizen. He was Spanish. Wasn't oh, but he? I thought he was, uh, he was uh, in, in the, in, in no, the where American. they go. No, the the cult is based in America. Yes. The person who oh, died he, was oh, yeah, European, had, uh, and, the, and the murder took place in Norham, in, Nor in, in, yes, in, in, in England. In Devon. In Devon, or wherever it is, Devonshire. Yeah. And so there's three different people saying, oh, he's, 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 he's based here, yeah. he died there, he yeah. was a citizen of a third place, and then the cult is saying, we want some say in who does this too. Yes. So there's like four different um, interested Entities, parties. Yeah. And, the, and Carlos... Carlos Moreno is the only person they ordered all agreed on to take the case yes. because of his personal connection and because of these other things. So, yes, so he's true. brought in. And so most of the book is him, first of all, investigating this murder, but also it's investigating his own past because he has to keep confronting things from his past. Yes. Like that there was a cult leader, that his father was enraptured by this cult yes. person. And he, has... and that he hasn't seen his father because his father's still in the cult over in America for yeah. that entire time. Yeah. So yeah, that's the setup, and all of these things play into it. Everything that we've mentioned so far, it all plays in, and lots of other things. But yeah, it's, it's sort of like go to. He goes down to this swanky hotel where this murder has taken place, and he can eat good food there. And he meets the people who work there, and he mm. meets the local people, and he mm -hmm. tracks down the suspects and stuff. And all that's happening. Meanwhile, in the background, burbling away is this much bigger science fiction story. And in the background of that, burbling away is this much bigger, you know corporate espionage who knows what like is he being told everything he's got to get to the bottom of these conspiracies yes and uh yeah there's it feels like there's three or four different stories being told at the same time yes there certainly are as somebody who came into this book cold not reading the first book not reading planetfall yeah again i don't want to get into the end but how much of the end like what did you think about the ending don't say what happened but just there is a big ending for this book did you see where that was going at all? No. Okay. Reading this book, because it was so much, as you said, there are like levels of deep, of depth yeah. right there, right? And by just, I mean, there have, there have been hints and stuff, but because the story is very much focusing on the main character and yeah. what he battles with, yeah. things... You, you're kind of concentrating on certain things. Yeah. And there were like, in, in, in my head, there are like three stages of this book. Yeah. And the first, the first, I would say, the first like one fifth or something, yeah. it felt to me very abstract yeah, when listening yeah. to audiobooks. So the first fifth was one, one, one bit. A lump of the story. Then suddenly something happened yeah. and it was... I was shocked and it yeah, was... Yeah, you said to me, I you sent like, me text messages saying, oh my goodness, I can't believe no, what's happened. It's, yeah. it's been... That's not one-fifth. That's like that's like two-thirds of the way through the book. I know, but it felt... 
The first act the is first... two thirds of the book, and then the second act is like the next quarter of the book, and then like the, the like the last five or six it's chapters like, accelerates, like tiny, tiny, accelerates. But that that's so is important. The impact is it so ramps big. up so crazily. This yes. book really ramps up. Yes, and it it kind of like you 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 finish it and you think like, what the hell just happened? Yeah, like it was all about this. Like it felt very long about this whole investigation and it all reminds this me stuff. Of a book. So there's a book that we both read called The Great North Road by Peter of Hamilton. Yes. And that starts off with a police procedural oh, yes. kind of thing where they find a dead body and it's an important person and the guy starts investigating. Yeah. And this is like the first quarter of the book is them just going around Newcastle yeah. and trying to find some person. Find you know, out and what going happened. around Newcastle and yeah. Gateshead and driving around here yeah. and meeting these people and talking to them. And then as soon as they kind of crack that case or that case is cracked in a, in a certain way yeah. suddenly explodes out and you're like in, in that book they they go off to a different planet yeah. and they go through these gateways and they explore these different things you know and then after that the last third of the book is while they're on this other planet it gets cut off and then there's this big journey and these big audit, like epic journeys and stuff yes. going on and this book felt like it felt like the police procedural was like I say two thirds of the book yeah. and then it kicks into gear I mean it's not like they're going through wormholes of different planets like they do in Great North Road. Yeah. But it, it is one of those things where you suddenly go, oh, tick, and then this next thing happens, and then tick, and then this next thing happens. And it's very, like, it, it's, it's weird for that to happen because the pacing of this book, I thought, was very slow considering because I'd read the first book and I kind of had a handle on what I thought I had a handle on what was going on. Yeah. The, the, the actual reason for the, for the murder and, you know, actually, you know, the, some of the motivations there, I hadn't worked out because it's actually very difficult to yeah, work out what's going on it's there. It's very complex. But some of the other background stuff that was going on, background conspiracy stuff, because you I paid more attention to I that. I paid more attention to that. So that was like, oh, I see what's happening here. And then as it got to the end of the book, I was like, oh, that did happen. Not always in the way that I imagined, but yeah. like where I thought the story was going, it did go there. But because I was, I'd read the first book, I was always expecting it to get there a lot quicker. Yeah. So a lot of the time I was like, I'm enjoying this book, but I don't think how much time we're talking now with this guy in this, in this, um, in this hotel yeah. and he's talking about food and then he goes yeah. here and he gets some coffee yeah. and then he goes and meets this person, he meets that person. Yeah. I'm like, but that's not what's important. But I was enjoying it. But yeah. like, I was also a bit like, I, was, I felt like I was being held back pacing wise from where yeah. I thought that I wanted the story to go. Yes. And where the story did go wasn't where I thought it would go, but it was how I expected it to go. You know what I mean? Like, like the scope of where the story goes yeah. and like the style of the storytelling as it goes later on in the book that's kind of where I thought it was going to go. Yeah. But it just took a long time to get there. But I think if you haven't read the first book or you weren't expecting like what I was expecting, it comes as a surprise and then suddenly it accelerates comes, through to the end. It comes like a huge, like a hammer. It is it like, it feels like, yeah. oh, it's like, if you compare it, it's like a little rabbit on a, uh, on a, on a green meadow. Yeah. Right? It's munching along, da da, yeah, da, da, yeah. da 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 And then suddenly a predator comes and it goes zigzag. Yeah. And this is kind of how it felt. Like I, I was, I was very. It was a bit like I was lulled in. Yeah. There was a, a detective, detective noir story, which I, um, I have criticisms, and I want to get to them. Okay. Um, but I, I generally um, enjoyed all the world building and the the, the yeah. people in it, yeah. and it was all good. And then suddenly I was like, oh my god, no! I yeah. don't want this to happen. Sorry, that was a bit loud. No, no, don't worry about it. Um, I don't want this to happen to this guy. I mean, I it, he. I mean, he is not like a particularly 
I don't know. He's not he like, has he, issues. Yeah, he's not massively sympathetic as a, uh, no. as a being, but he's your but main character. I do have sympathies yeah. towards him because of all yeah. this history and stuff. I mean, he's in a bad situation he all the way through his life. He's already in a bad situation, and uh, and his life didn't really start well off. Yeah. And and so. And then this happens, and you think I think like no, no. That's weird because you. I couldn't. I don't want to talk about what actually does happen, but the way that you talked about it impacted you so much more than it impacted oh, yeah. me. Yeah. Because I don't know. Maybe it's because I've just maybe because I've read more of these books or something like that. That wasn't. It didn't really come as a surprise to me. Mm. You know what I mean? In that way of of the big event. I mean, event. I guess kind of like. I mean, are you talking about? The end event? No, 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 or no like, like the... that mid event. The one that you text messaged me about, and we're like, oh my god, this is terrible. And I was like, yes. well, yeah, but it was set up. Like, I know all it was set the... up, but but it, the horrible thing about this is that I thought, oh, he, he will find a way out of it. Well, that was the thing. The horrible thing that happened to him, I thought it was a bit too easy at the end to get out of it. And that was a bit unsatisfying for, for the impact that I thought it was going to have on his life. He, it, yes. It was a little bit deus ex machina stuff at the yes. end where it's sort of like, oh, and we just pull this lever thought, and this cable comes down and lifts him out of his situation. Yes, like, it was it, a bit like, hmm, that's convenient. A little bit but, convenient. But also, I think it was just, a, it was just not, it was just not well threaded. I just think there's a pacing issue in this book. No, I didn't. Uh, like, I either wanted a bit less of the murder mystery police procedural and then spend a bit more time at the end. Mm. And it, it feels a bit like we, when we were, I was just thinking like when we were watching, um, uh, what what was the, uh, yeah, oh no, let's just say, let's just say Star Wars, let's just do it this way. Cause everyone, if you've not seen the latest Star Wars thing, there's this big reveal two thirds of the way through the last movie in a trilogy. And it's like the last, and it's the big reveal two thirds of the way through yeah. movie nine of a nine movie story. Yeah. And then it's all kind of resolved and wrapped up and nobody asks any questions. Yeah. And you're like, oh, wait a second. If you're the granddaughter of this person, like, should you be like, like, can we trust you? Like what's going, you know, and everyone just sort of like, oh, it's accepting. And then everyone just moves on. And at the end you're like, oh, and that's, and everything's fine and sorted. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, that reveal should have come like a movie and a half earlier. Yeah. You know, in that same kind of thing, like Luke, I am your father, didn't come in the third act of Return of the Jedi. It came at the in in the third in act the, of Empire Strikes Back. Yes, in the middle. That's where those yeah. things have to. That's where those big yeah, reveals yeah, yeah. have to play. And then you're like, oh, and now let's play it out through the last third of the story. Yes. You know, and that's the difference between a, a, a twist. And a reveal, like yeah. a reveal is sort of like, we now have more information or the, or the story or something happens and the story goes in a different direction. Mm. And you need breathing space for all that to play itself out. Yes. You can't just, if it's just a revelation, it's just a twist ending. And you're like, oh, so what I thought was happening wasn't happening. And they're like, and the end. And I'm yeah. like, ah. Oh. I wanted more time in this book to play out that bad thing that happens to him and also to play out the revelations that yeah. went on later. The, you know, when the whole thing at the beginning, like this is why um, this book is like so prominently more the, the police noir investigation yeah. bit. Because the, the middle bit, the first bad thing that happens felt kind of like really flat in a way. Yeah. It, there wasn't there wasn't a lot there wasn't a lot going on yeah there wasn't a lot and, to hang on and there and even yeah. even if the bad thing wouldn't have happened he could have just gone 
uh, to the circle and done all this without the bad thing happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it would have fit a bit better to yeah, the... I understand. Be, uh, but you're saying that bad thing happens... You keep saying that that happens, like, early on in the book. It doesn't. That's too... That's no, 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 a no. Long... it's not early in the book. No, it's very late into the book. It's very late in the book, yes. For me. And uh, it, it feels like, at that point, I was in a totally different territory. Yeah, I wanted that book, I wanted that to kick the story into another gear. And it does. And then something else happens and it kicks into another gear. And all the way through to the end, it keeps kicking up a gear. Yeah. But that shape, which is sort of like like flat at the it's start, and then it goes up and up and up. And then suddenly by the end of the book, it's like sweeping upwards. Yes. With tension and stakes and all this other kind of stuff. And then for some reason, not for some reason, but that whole very... I wouldn't say monotone, but this very, it's one story, it's, it's one yeah. thing, yeah. and it's going in a certain way, and that's all fine with me. Yeah. But that and it's kind just of... as he wraps up the murder investigation. Yes. Yeah. And he, he solves everything. Yeah. Everything, uh, I mean, everything is kind of solved, but then yeah. it kind of, this kind of diminishes the big ending. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Because at the end you kind of listen to it, ah, oh, okay, this happened, yeah, okay. But that's uh, what I'm saying. With The Great North Road, you have this police procedural murder mystery stuff at the start, yeah. but that's a quarter of the book. Yes. And then from there, every time it kicks up a gear, you're like, oh, this is kicking up a gear. And look, I've got, in that book, it's a very chunky book, I've got, that was the first 200 pages, and yeah. it kicked up a gear, and I've got another 600 pages to go. This and book, then it kicks yeah. up another gear, and you're like, great, we're only halfway through, and it's kicked up a gear. And then at the end, you're like, oh man, this is a bad turn, but you've still got 150 pages of the yeah. book to go. It really gives you time to settle into those gear changes and spend time with the characters in Definitely. their new situation. And I would not have minded, like, I don't know, how long is this in total? There's an audio book. Yeah. I can look it up here. I've got my Audible library open. Here we go. Um, it is 12 hours. Oh, no, that's the first. Uh, 10 hours. Exactly 10 hours. Yeah. 10 hours, one so, minute. Um, it has 30 chapters. And I it would not have minded this just lasting longer. Yeah. If the second and the third thing that happened would have had the same thoroughness of exploring like yeah. the first bit, well, actually, it would I, have I got been it okay. Mixed up. 10 hours is Planetfall. So the first book is shorter and then after Atlas is, is, is 12 hours, 46 minutes. But it, it, def it could have, uh, I don't know. You're saying it could have been longer. I say it could have been longer. I think we could have had a, like a few, he could have met a few fewer people in the hotel and yeah. spent like one less day eating food and worrying about food, <laughs> yeah. which is fun. I, it's not like I didn't enjoy all of that, but yeah. it made me impatient for where I thought it was going, where it's going to kick up into the next gear yeah. and, and actually, you know, reveal, you know, th there's this stuff happening in the background. What, you know, what's in the, what's in the, uh, uh, in the Atlas cache? You know, Cap what's, thing. yeah, what's yeah. in the capsule? When are they going to open the capsule? All that's burbling away, and I'm just just get to that part. Yeah, it's all like, all that's happening next week, and and then like we spend like another five chapters, and only a few hours have gone past, and I'm like, but next week is when something important is yeah. going to happen, and then they keep going, and then like, and then I went and ate this thing, and then I made that person, and then four hours later, and I'm like, but you just spent another four chapters on those four hours, yeah, and the capsule's being opened next week. Let's get to next week. So all the time I was like, let's get to next week. Yes, but not only that, but also. Um, well, yeah, the, these sudden changes yeah. were too sudden to, no, I to liked be like, combined, I liked... like, yes, I, I wouldn't say I liked them, yeah. I thought they were terrible, but, but it was kind of like you were, I was so lulled into this first storyline yeah. yeah. that it, it didn't, you thought it, it was just going to be he was going to solve the crime, and, but yeah. what, when, when you got like two thirds of the way through the book and he solves the crime, and you're looking at what's happening on the last third of the book. What do you th what did you think was going to happen when he was like wrapping up the case? Well, I thought that would just be uh, like because 
it, it was obvious that yeah. um, the way that the the what the the corpse think yeah. of the the thing is solved yeah. wasn't what he thought yeah. was the stage of of it solved. Yeah, he still needed I, to get I that letter thought, you know, or whatever. Like, yeah. He he just goes on does a bit more something like private on his, on his own, on his own yeah. or even gets his, his his chip taken out yeah uh, and then explore by himself again yeah. or whatever but yeah it just didn't fit so well no i get it and then oh now here i want to come to my oh you made a note i made an uh, I have one note you have one note for the entire book and i i do i should check if i made i notes. do read Quite, I mean, uh, certainly in the in the previous years, I've read quite a few um, detective story things. Yeah, that's your jam. And so I wouldn't say have a, but I have a big com big uh, repertoire of comparing this kind of yeah. work. And I think even though it's keep it kept being said that he's an amazing detective and then he has this this great puzzle solving ability and stuff. <laughs> It turns out he doesn't do anything. He but, does not do anything. Everything yeah, comes to him. To him. Yeah. It's coming to him via the people. They are, they are coming to him solving things. Yeah. They are giving him footage. They are giving him everything. He yeah. doesn't do anything. No, but he's the lead guy. Yeah, but... I know, I, I do understand you because I had this kind of thing. Like, I was thinking, am I cleverer than Carlos or am I cleverer than Emma Newman? As I was, as I was listening to this book, because I'm like, it's so obvious to me what's going on. Oh, like, it's more obvious to me what's going on. Like, he kept on going, oh, I won't talk to that person. Oh, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, the book is telling you that this, this person is important. The book is telling you this is important. And then when he finally talks to them, I'm like, oh, oh, thanks for the answers. And I'm just like, I never want to, I never want to be like, I know what you mean. It's sort of like, why is it that all he ever has to do is once he's talked to everyone and just got the story, he sol like, he sol he, it's yeah, solved. Yeah, but it. it's not like he is, he's not asking the right questions. He is not the one. He's not even talking to the right people. He, he is not the one who discovers them. Yeah. They come to him. Yeah. Like this journalist that he kept like putting off. Like there's this, there's this, there's this message him. at the start, and I honestly, they... I honestly thought there was going to be something way more important in his inbox. Yeah. Because there's all this stuff, sort of like, oh, you've had all of these inquiries, and he says, oh, just send them to the the spam folder, or the trash folder, or the mm. what is it? The delete it. Uh, yeah. The, no, no, it the was the like, annoying journalist. Uh, yeah. Fuck off, annoying journalist folder, whatever yeah. it is. And they say, and then there's three messages remaining and then at one point I think he read two of those messages yeah. but never got to the third one and I'm like ask what the, that could be something the person who died knew yeah. you and he was yeah. in London he could have thought you're in London he could have sent you a message yeah. like it could be from like this message that you had and then later on it's not talked about and I was like oh, maybe I miscounted like like when they said you've got four messages remaining and he looked at what two of them were and then saw the title of the third and didn't look at it I'm like but what was that last message and that was hanging over me the entire time that yeah. he had messages in in his inbox from people and he never got around to opening them like oh I'm busy I'll look at them later but because everything is done in this way that he has this personal assistant in his head who's yeah. talking to him yeah. like it really just goes to show that when you open your emails like what have I got here I've got just the emails that I've got since started recording the podcast photo marathon Berlin a copyright claim on a YouTube video a Google alert for science fiction book review podler, podcast Cameron Hurley and uh, whatever like there is there you know if you just had an image of like senders and con like like who sent the message and and who did it like you can just 
like as long as that's being filtered, you know, you're not looking at all the spam. But like, I just got those notifications on my watch and I'm like, oh, that's not important. Oh, that's not, literally during this podcast, those three emails are coming yeah. through. And I've just looked at my watch and not important, not important. And, it's, and it baffles me that he doesn't even have a visual representation of his emails that are coming in, in the way that he can go, is that important now? Is that important now? Like that. And it's not even a mental load on your brain, but those kind of things were like massive things that the case would turn on. He just didn't even look at his email inbox. Yeah. And I'm like, just check your email. And later on, he gets given this paper and he's got hours and stuff like that. I'm just like, just look at the big yes, paper. Just right? look at the, just, you've been given a piece of paper, yeah. read the piece of paper. And he doesn't read the paper until yeah. it's pertinent to the plot. Yes. And it's so unsatisfying when someone literally has a folder with papers in front of them. We've got the, we've got the answers to the entire Everything. case. Yeah. Everything's there. Yeah. And all he has to do is open the envelope and read it. But he takes a journey, meets four other people, has four different conversations. Yeah. And then later on, once all of it's been revealed to him through environmental storytelling, you know, like the shape of the buildings and all this other cool stuff, which is, it's great world building going on there. Yeah. But it annoys me that he had the answers in a piece of paper, in an envelope, in, in his, his backpack. Yeah. Just open that and get that. And that was my frustration all the way through. Just yeah. like have a way to see the emails when they come in. Yeah. Or get your personal assistant to filter out everything, but everything that your personal assistant thinks is important, just look at the sender and look at the subject line. Yeah. That's all you need to do. And and, and everything is like and this is this is something that really annoyed me. And this is what I think like in the terms that he just didn't do much. The all he had to do was just being there and then uh, the people nagging him long enough so yeah. he then uh, he finally, finally gives in. He finally gives in and talks to a guy. Yeah. And you're like, if you'd have talked to that guy first... No, actually, the guy said... That was interesting because he actually said, interview me last. So there was a reason why he, why he didn't get to that guy for a long time. Yes, and there was something on top of that level, yeah. like on, uh, on, the, on, the, on the surface of yeah, that, yeah. Which, which was he was distracted by. Yeah. But... Like, I mean, this is fine, but then all the, like, all the other people coming to him, giving him all this, yeah. like, it's just baffled me how, how little work he actually... And how he didn't need to be did. a mastermind. No, he wasn't. Yeah, so we never all actually saw him being a mastermind. And no, later on, there was he... so, so much obvious stuff around. I'm like, just get to it. Just see what's going on. Yeah. And he finally did. But yeah, it was, it was tricky. It was tricky. So it's, I, I did... I did enjoy listening to the book, and I think it it is a it is a good good story. I, I love the story building. I love the world building. I love, yeah. like the, the the way the people were the characters. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. We've had a quite interesting and passionate conversation about this yes. book. Yes. So there's obviously a lot of stuff in this book which makes us think, hey, there. This is a book that's worth reading. Definitely. Even if it is frustrating for me in pacing wise <laughs> frustrating it's like the pacing of it was frustrating and also the murder mystery is frustrating yes. and that we didn't get to the stuff later on was frustrating and that he never checked his emails properly was frustrating <laughs> there's so much frustrating stuff but yeah. overall i actually quite enjoyed yeah. the book yeah. the journey that you go on how the how it ramps up the stakes at the end yeah let me go over here to the um, goodreads page uh, what does what do, what do other people say well lindsay rated it four stars detective story and horrific dystopian future uh, uh, in an Earth set that was left behind uh, behind by Atlas in the book Planetfall. Uh, Jenny from Reading Envy. Oh, Jenny just did. She um, she read this book yeah. and uh, she actually did a to, did a podcast. To, she did a podcast about 
and Planetfall, or she mentioned Planetfall. Yeah. And uh, and she was like, oh, so so much crazy stuff happened at the end of Planetfall. I really want to read now, even though someone said, don't bother, you don't need to read the first book yeah. before you get to the second. She's like, no, I'm really interested to read the second book because I want to know what happens after after Atlas. You know, she thought it was going to continue on yes. after the stuff that happens at the end of yeah. the first book. She was like, oh, the ending was so no, interesting. It's like, whatever happens no. at the end of Planetfall is like a screeching hole. Yeah, it comes to a screeching hole, and then it totally comes back this way. Yeah. And she, but Jenny says in this one about this book, she hasn't really released the podcast where she talks about after Atlas uh, yet. Okay. She says, this author knows how to write an ending. I've been told I could read these uh, out of order because uh, so it's, so, it's so different from the first novel, Planetfall. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, there were some pieces, especially near the end, that tie back to the book one, but the ending of that one has remained unresolved. So that's the thing. Like, these two books don't resolve each other's endings. No, they're that, very... I, mean, I can only talk about this book, yeah. this book but um, it's very... I wouldn't say unsatisfied, but there is definitely something else coming because bits of things happen. But now there's another thing here which says that book three is called Before Mars. After months of travel, Anna Kubrin finally arrives on Mars for her new job as a geologist. And we know that there's some people on Mars because they, they're talked about in... in oh, uh, suddenly in, we go somewhere else again. Go somewhere else, yeah. Oh. We've, we've done the planet that the colonists arrived on. We've done this one and now we're on Mars. <gasps> okay. But the thing is, after what happened at the end of this book, I think Mars... That story of what happens on Mars is going to be important. You well, know we, what I mean? we, we heard some bits and pieces about Mars. No, but I'm just saying, I don't want to spoil it, but what happens at the end of, of After Atlas, yes. when you think about what's happened there, Mars, you understand that the story is going to continue on Mars. I'll explain it later in, in, okay. in, a, in a way that doesn't spoil okay. it for the people and yeah. stuff like that. But it's also really difficult to talk up like, in this book. There's so much at the like the last third. Yeah. So much is happening, and I would love to talk about it, but it would spoil. <laughs> oh, would spoil Atlas alone. Much. The fourth book is, I think, it seems to be set on the planet. Don't read these blurbs because, oh my God, spoilers on the blurbs for the later oh, book. Oh, really? But uh, yeah. Uh, so d don't do it. Anyway, it looks like the next one is she is going. It's uh, it's following D. You know D oh, in yeah, this yeah, book. Yeah, D, yeah. It follows D. Atlas alone follows D on the spaceship going uh, uh, on uh, 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 stuff somewhere. Uh, okay, and well, that sounds fun. I mean, I mean, I totally want to spoil. Uh, what to what to spoil? Yeah. Want to spend more time? Yeah. In this in this universe. I just think this, em, I just think uh, Emma Newman is a good author. Yeah, she's and she is writing books which are a stretch. Like anybody writing this kind of book, it's it would be a stretch for anyone to do what she's doing in oh, After yes. Atlas. Yeah. Like I say, it it is reminiscent of what um, uh, the 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 genre bending in The Great North Road by Peter F. Hamilton. Yeah. It does feel in that same way. We're like, all right, we sit on yeah. Earth in the future, and police procedural, and then yes. and then crazy, yeah. and then uh, but also at the same time and over this other place. There's and then aliens, even more crazy. and there's aliens, and people are going and colonizing other planets, and there's people on Mars. But this book is yes. a police procedural set think, in Newcastle. And I think what I, what my often my my criticism with Peter Hamilton books are the the lengthiness yes. and the but like. Now you know, you're they, complaining. They you wanted this book to be yes. longer. In, in Peter Hamilton books, they have to cut a book in into like three books, and then like I listened to uh, the Pandoras and Judas yeah. and Chain, and, and in the German audio books, they split they into to, two. Like, yeah. even more things. It, it's split it's into so even more audible that, credits. Yeah. yeah, and here I wanted just just more exploring of these things to yeah. to get them 
I don't know, maybe the editors said like, oh, no. No, I just think what she's doing is a style of, it is challenging science fiction in a way, but which isn't like challenging, like the ideas aren't challenging, but like what she's expecting from the readers, it's a high level of difficulty. Yeah. And I think she mostly pulls it off. Yeah, it's good. And, and that's and, the thing, like I'm, I'm and impressed I got, by... I got through 12 hours of audiobook yeah. in no time. Well, in 12 hours. I mean, 12 hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> but normally to listen to it, I mean, of course I did have the time, but normally uh, getting into audiobooks is always really difficult. I fall asleep and then my, yeah. my thoughts go off in different directions. But this was, this was catchy. This was, I was yeah. involved. Yeah. And I, I was attached by the people, and I think the people were really strong characters. Yeah. So, All right. let's wrap that up. I'm just saying. What are you going to rate it? What am I going to rate it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Like the the first book, I gave I gave three and a half stars to. Yeah. Because I think it's sort of like the like almost the perfect average book. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this book is better than the first book. Like I had more to think about and more to consider. Yeah. Which, again, a lot of that was based on having read the first book in the series, whereas you had a different experience having not read the first book in the series. Yes. You you did it the way around that was, like, recommended to other people. Oh, don't bother with the first book, just read the second book. And yeah. I do think the events that happen are actually more mind-blowing in this book if you don't, if you've not read the first book. Like, things come but out I of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Whereas for it's, me, it's I'm just saying... Been, for, like, like, I've for, been punched in the face. Yes, but I'm just saying for me, the, our different uh, reactions to what's happening in the book. Yeah. For me, I enjoyed it at a different level because I'd read the first book, but yeah. then you had maybe in a more emotional and like, whoa, what's going on kind of experience because you hadn't read the first book. Yeah. So I think I had a more intellectual reaction to mm. this and you had a more emotional reaction mm -hmm. to this because of the, you know, you didn't know what the tone of the first book was or what's possible in this world mm. due to the first book and the second book. Yeah. So, so that's the, yeah, anyway, that's the way around it goes, I'd say. I wouldn't say I was crying at the end, but it was like... Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a big. There's a big it's emotional a big impact. Like, like it, I was impacted I was by this book. Shocked. Yes, there was lots of shock, and I said some of the impact, like some of, like half of the stuff that happens at the end, mm. I didn't see coming, and I was blown over by. But the other half, I was like, wow, I'd seen this coming a long time ago, and mm. get to it, and that's what I want from a book. I want to feel cleverer than the author in some mm. ways, or as as clever as the author in some ways, but also I want those twists and turns and reveals which. I didn't see coming, but then also and I want those gut. Yeah, yeah, but also I would then want those gut punches as well. I was like, holy shit, I did not see it going in this direction. Yes. And and now I think like those other books, I, I'm gonna you're gonna see how it plays out. Yeah. Whereas I kind of wanted a bit more of how it played out in this book. But yeah. now that I've, I've read the very 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 spoilerful blurbs of books three and four, okay. but I reckon I can uh, I can. Uh, uh, I'll enjoy I'll enjoy those next books in the series. Yes. I kind of just want to keep reading, but also I want yeah. you to catch up. And uh, well, I'm currently I have no then, yeah, I've started left. listening Planet Four now. Yeah. Um, and I know, weirdly enough, yeah. I mean, it's not weird because I'd said it times and times again. Yeah. In my library app. Yeah. There's one book in the series, and it's, and it's the third book. Oh, it's after Mars. All right. So that's so, what you need to do. You, so that's the. Uh, so you can so actually read the book. I know it's there. Yeah. And I know I can read it. And um, anyway, I didn't yeah. actually give a rating. Oh yeah, what, what's your rating then? No, what's your rating? I've said I've said it's more than three yeah. and a half stars, but that's I don't know. That's kind of all I want. That's kind of all I have. Yes, I could give I'm it a four sure, star book, but I, I don't, don't think, think it's, a... it's a four star book. Really, no. it's like three point eight maybe, <laughs> or three point. 
I'm, I think I'm just going to give it 3.75. Like that. Yeah, like yeah let's, mid, let's go. Let's normally, go we only get 0.75s <laughs> when I give it like four stars. And no, I, oh, I give it four stars and you give it 3.5 stars. Yeah. But this is a better book than the first book. But also, I don't think it's a four star book no, because a four star book is one that I think anyone should, would be able to read. Like if it's a four star book, pick it up and you'll get something good out of it and you'll enjoy it. And it's, it's, not, it's not an amazing book. It's not a five star book. It's not even a four and a half star book, which is sort of like, yeah, you've got to read it twice in yeah. a row, yeah. like twice in one year like mm. I did with some of these other books. Yeah. You know, it's not that level, but it's not even a four-star book level because, like I say, there's issues with the story. There's issues with the pacing. There's issues with the reveals. There's issues with, like, the guy not the checking length. his emails. And I know yeah. that's weird, <laughs> but that frustrated me enough to knock one... All those different things frustrated me for enough to knock it from a four-star book down. But but it's better than three and a half stars. Yes. It's better it's than a, average. It's 3.75. But it's not a really good book that everyone should just... I would uh, Like, four stars mean I would recommend this. Anyone should just read this book. But it's not that good. It, but it's a... It's a it's, it's good. It's, I know it's um, so frustrating when you yes. read a book like this, where you're like, "This is almost, this is almost a five-star <laughs> book," but because, but it's not a five-star book. But that means if it, it fails, so then it's not even a four-star book. It's actually like yeah, three, less than I that. I think three point seven five. But I'm saying if this really had been done a little bit better, it could have been a five-star book. Like as I was reading it, I was like, "Is this going to be a five-star book?" Yeah. But I. But it had about a, It had the potential. But by a quarter of the way through, I was like, "No, it doesn't." You know, I, I'd realized there was there'd been enough things in it. Yes, and. Uh, oh, there's this um, anime series called Cowboy Bebop, and it's super highly recommended to me. Yeah. And uh, and I watched the first episode. It's it's a bit like uh, it's a bit like Firefly. You know, a group of people on a spaceship that travel travels around. They fly around. Yeah. And cowboy. You know, it's sort of like a bit Western style yeah. and things like that. And I watched the first one, the first episode, and I was like, oh, this is fine. In the second episode, they've got this super super expensive dog. This hyper intelligent, genetically engineered, expensive dog. Mm -hmm. And everybody wants the dog. And so they have this crazy plan where they you know they're going to do this thing. And so one person goes out and takes the dog for a walk. Mm. This super, in, like this hyper intelligent, super expensive, super valuable dog, and the leash is on the dog, and they're holding onto the leash, and they're holding onto the leash. <laughs> they're, they're only holding onto the leash. The leash isn't wrapped around their wrist. They, there's a loop. There's a loop at the end of the wrist. Uh, the loop. The loop leash. Uh, and, and they just have their hand through and it. They, no, they don't have the hand through They don't have the hand through the leash. They're just holding onto the leash. There's a loop and they haven't put their hand through the loop and wrapped it around the wrist and then are holding onto this, this, this dog, which is the MacGuffin, which is what everybody wants. Everybody wants this dog. And they go out for a walk and they're holding onto the leash. And of course, the dog just pulls away. Of course. And it pulls out the hand. And at that point, I'm like, ah. And I just stopped the DVD. I was just like, oh, I'm just not interested in this. This is, this is rubbish for children. And this is one of the most highly recommended anime series ever. Somebody gave me this, the box set on DVD and said, check it out. Yeah. Give this. And like, like, like after watching like one and a half episodes, I just gave it back and said, nah, it's just not for me. And the reason it's not for me is because they were holding onto the leash. They <laughs> didn't wrap. They didn't, didn't put their hand through the loop of the oh, leash. Oh, no. Do you understand? Yes, I it, understand. It seems like such a small thing, but it's the reason why we didn't carry on watching Sherlock. Because in the first episode of Sherlock, he tracks someone down by this encyclopedic knowledge of the of the streets of London and knowing where every single street. He actually kind of go you see him go into this map in his head, like yeah. this, you know, this this hyper not hypothetical, what do you say, like conceptual map, and he knows that if the car drives there, it's gonna hit that traffic light and it's gonna wait there at that long, mm -hmm. and then it's gonna turn there, it's gonna hit traffic there and go yeah. that way. And, and that's how he catches somebody. And then like the second or third episode, 
like one of the main clues is the A to Z of London, of a street map of London, and he never gets it. And I'm like, and I was getting it. I was like, it's the A to Z, the book that he wants is the A to Z. But like his, the, the introduction to his character was somebody who who knows, who has the, the cabbie's knowledge. What do they call it? The knowledge, what is it? They, they do, the cabbies all have to do a test and they have to like know oh, yeah, every yeah. street know in London. Street and or how to get it. And how to get there and what the yeah. best route is. Yeah. And Sherlock Holmes has set up as somebody like that. And then the obvious clue that I had already solved, which was the, the, it was the A to Z. And it, and it was so bad, and it was that kind of thing which made me stop watching Sherlock because I'm just like, oh no, it's inconsistent. It's just it's just rubbish. And of course, it isn't just rubbish because no. if you can put those things aside, yes. it's fine. Yes. But it, it's really annoying to me. In the time that I was watching, that we were recording this podcast, we were recording this podcast, and I got three emails, and I just checked my watch, and I was like, no, and a copyright claim on a video like that, and I and it just goes off. And that so much of this book, my frustration with this book was that. Just have a visual rec representation of your emails. Yeah. That's uh, but, it. But not even that. Like, he got told. No, he was being told stuff. Yeah. But there was these emails which he wasn't getting to. Oh, I'll get to them later. And I'm just like, and it's yeah. and it's annoying that just that one yes. thing can make me stop watching series on TV, stop watching TV series like yes. anime or, or BBC detective shows or whatever they are with yeah. the Sherlock's. And yeah, and it was that was a frustration. I mean, but I... I still got through to the end, but there are some books where I'm just like, oh, this is there's some idiot plot going on here. Yeah. And I can't I can't deal with it sometimes. But this, no, it was good enough to It was uh, good enough for me to carry on. Yeah. But it's certainly not good enough for me to give it four stars. No. This is all I my... almost entirely down to him not checking his email. And I know that's <laughs> I know and I, I, that's what I want to set out. Like th this kind of thing in a story can frustrate me enough to knock books down a star not a full star, but you know, like in my ratings. Yeah. So anyway, I, I I'm totally happy to give it three point seven five. Okay. I think this is we, a... let's agree on three point seven five stars, yeah. which is a pity because, like I say, it could have been a five star book. Yeah, like the content of the book is a five star book. Oh yeah, and the series obviously. Um... The, well, that's the thing. I reckon each one of these books I can give like three point five stars, and I'm going to get to the end of the series and give it five stars just yeah. because my reading experience has been so good. Yeah. But the reading experience of the individual books isn't. It's it's not getting there. It's not doing it for me. Yeah. But you know what? I might just carry on. I need to buy some more Audible credits because I'm going to Australia and New Zealand for a month. True. You need and some. So I need. I need to catch up on some audiobooks and yeah. I unsubscribe from loads of podcasts, which is really annoying me now because now I need now to you I really need, need them. I need to get I need to get back onto some other podcasts because yeah. I was I've always run out of podcasts all the time. Uh, so I'm currently listening to um, the uh, the Odyssey, and I'll do a review of this without you, I guess, because I am not sure I have a lot I, to say about it. I have absolutely nothing to say. I mean, yes. I can ask you questions because I don't know anything. But um... well, it's the Odyssey. I know the story, and I the thing is, the more I listen to it, I'm recognizing more and more of this, and it's one of those things. I'm like, ah, oh, I think but, I've either read it, but, but it, like, how can I forget how much of the Odyssey I've read? But I know that you you've you've been like. Uh, very much into this Bible criticism stuff, yeah. and I know that I mean you talk you talk to me about yeah. the Bible and the Odyssey, and and yeah, I, mean, I know I've got a, you I've have got a bookshelf. Not, I've got a bookshelf with three forward. with three books about how much the uh, the Odyssey influenced the, uh, the the writing. Yeah, writing of the Bible. Totally. So, so I think it's one of those things that like you I'm have just, like second level source knowledge. Well, I've never I've no, never read the, it in order, but I've read so many passages Bits of it. And pieces, like yeah. literally, you know, entire like sections of the books, sort yeah. of like you know, verse after verse after verse after verse to understand where stuff in the Bible comes from. Yeah. Uh, that I'm like, oh, this is all, this is all here. Like yeah. it's all there. It's and like in the same way that 
I've never watched Titanic, yeah. but I've consumed so, so many bits and pieces. But here's the thing, I think, but also I've read sort of like a, you know, those summary books of like, here's not here's not the Odyssey, but here's sort of like a novelization of, yeah. you know, like this much shorter thing to get, get yeah. hang of the overall story. The Odyssey story. for Dummies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think I've done enough of Odyssey for Dummies and just studied it via studying biblical literature and these yeah. books that I've read, literally, which go by, go through the Bible and say, and this is this bit from the Odyssey, and this is this bit from the Odyssey, and, and here's the world that the Greek world, the Greek literature world. That it's all based on. It's all based on. Yeah. Like everybody learnt how to read and write Greek yeah. by and doing the Odyssey. Oral and tradition, oral no, no, no. passing. Reading and writing. The way that you would learn how to be an author is to write your own versions of the Odyssey. But yes. You know. Yeah, it's like it's like the same with composers. Yeah, yeah. You you would Copy learn from the masters. By, yes, yeah. Yeah, by copying it and then yeah. slightly changing it yeah. and you know. And doing your own variation. Yeah. So anyway, that's the thing. It's a book that I've kind of studied via my my interest in <laughs> yeah. New Testament biblical studies and stuff yes. like that. So anyway, Interesting. Um, I I also currently What's I'm, your book that you're reading? I'm actually now? reading another book. Oh yeah. Um Yeah, you're reading Planetfall. Yeah. Yes, I'm listening to Planetfall. For me that's quite a big difference. Um, I'm listening to Plan 4, but also I'm reading The Vanished Birds by Simon Jimenez. Uh, no idea. Um, that is a book that was in my library. I recognise the front cover, so I've seen other people. I, I've seen it, I guess I've seen it on, uh, on Goodreads. And I've, um, I've just looked through and it got like some good ratings yeah. in the library app and I just got it because... Is it science fiction? It, it is. Okay. Well, you read it, and if it's good, tell me I should read it, and I'll uh, I'll give it a try. None of my friends have read it. Okay, we'll go to the top. What's the general rating on Goodreads? Four, Four points. points okay, yeah, I'd give that a I go. There's not that many ratings, no, but, but um, don't worry about it. I'll uh, I'll check it out. All right, we've been talking about an hour. Anything yes. else you want to say? Um, you can email me, Luke at Juggler.net. Yeah, you can follow Luke on Instagram on his yes, new Yes, Not Juggling Instagram. Luke. <laughs> Search for Not Juggling Luke on uh, on Instagram and and see my not juggling travels and my not juggling food pictures and my not juggling squirrel videos <laughs> and my not juggling selfies and things yeah. like that. It's all going to be it's going to be there. If if you want to support uh, us reading books even though you don't, I mean, you do get the SFBRP and stuff, yeah. but uh, you, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Luke Burridge. Yeah, yeah, it's mostly for juggling, but if you just generally yeah, want it's nice. to help with us having the ability to, to purchase books or something, or yep. for you to get some more Audible credits for your I trips. need it, yeah, I'm down to zero Audible credits. When I, when I finish the Odyssey, I'm, I'm all out, so. Yeah. I think you can, how do I do this? Wait a second, you can... Uh, Buy three extra credits. But this is always the point. I drop down from getting two Audible credits per month yes. to one Audible credits with the understanding that I actually need about 15 per year. So I think that's what yeah. I'm up to now. Yeah. Uh, buy three extra credits, only $11. No, it's $12 per credit for three extra credits. So I might just, I might just do it. 12 per credit? 12, $12 per credit, yeah. Mm. But that's how much I... That's how much I uh, 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 oh yeah, it's, you pay like 10, 10 for one, don't you? Well, I don't even know. Payments. How much do I pay per month? I pay per month. Uh, purchase history, is that it? I don't even know. No, these are all credits. I don't even know how much I pay per month with, with Audible. Hmm. Um, go to audibletrial.com forward slash SFBIP. To help Luke figure out his... You go to membership oh, details. Membership details, maybe that's it. So what do I do? Uh, yeah, so my membership is fifteen a month, and I get an audiobook for fifteen dollars oh, a month. Hmm, I with my know gold. That, that feels quite expensive. That's how much it is. Hmm. I always paid less. Yeah. 
maybe you should cancel yours. And <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, or say, oh, I want to cancel it. And then they give you a good offer for you to, to keep doing it. Either way, I'm totally happy with the money that I spend on Audible and the yeah. service that I get from Audible to the point where now, like I said, you just signed into my Audible account and you're like, I, no, it's fine. It's, it's totally fine. And then you're just, you're listening to my Audible books. Yeah, it's totally good. fine. It is a good deal. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's it. I think we should wrap it up there. Yes. We're just waffling now. Yeah. Thanks a lot for listening and uh, we'll catch you next time. No, I'll catch you next time. Juliana won't be here probably. Uh, I'll catch you next time. Goodbye.